Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is episode six of Jukes and Jumpers. And uh, real quick before we start, we just want to say thank you. Uh, we got 65 listens on our last episode. Right now, 65. Yeah. We're about to get more. Which, it doesn't seem like a lot, but to us, it, it means a lot. Yeah, it actually does. We honestly thought coming into five episodes, we might have seven listens total. Yeah, and like our parents and then maybe a couple others. Yeah, we thought it, it was going to be like a couple of our friends, but thank you to everyone. We're now at 155 total listens mm-hmm. through our five episodes, which isn't bad. We're just trying to reach 1,000 right now. Take it short. Take it sweet. But, yeah, we're really enjoying it, and thank you to everyone who listens. It honestly means a lot. Mm-hmm. And if you guys are enjoying, just please keep listening. Uh, yeah, it really means a lot to us. Yeah, and we do have a new Instagram page. Just look up Jukes and Jumpers on Instagram. We'll be posting clips from all of our all of our podcasts, some of the funniest clips, some of the mm-hmm. stupid stuff that happens, some of just the very controversial things that some of us are saying. And yeah, it actually means a lot to us. And with our fantasy, Bodie's still setting that up. The guy from the last episode, he's taking a little bit, but it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, once we get that up, we'll have the we'll link. We'll post the join. link on the Instagram mm-hmm. in if, our bio. If you guys want to join. Yeah. Yep. But it's actually a serious league. It's a $50 buy-in. So you're going to have to either Venmo me or Venmo Bodie if you want to play or if you're if you're around here then just give us 50 bucks cash mm-hmm. but yeah it should be fun and we're back with episode 6 and thank you to everyone mm-hmm. yeah so in this episode we're going to be doing our uh, top 10 picks in the NBA like a mock draft yeah cuz the lottery came out last night mm-hmm. T Wolves number 1 pick yep. let's go um yeah and then we're also be going to be going through um like the recent playoff games yeah it's been fun mm-hmm. they there have been, been some crazy games all right let's hop into it let's go all right so welcome back and in the intro i think we said top 10 picks but i think we're just gonna do top five mm-hmm. yeah so at my number five, I have Denny Avajida out of Israel. Okay, I'm calling Luka Doncic 2.0 right now. Okay, six nine small forward. I think if they can, they can probably move him to shooting guard. But he was the MVP of the FIBA Under 20 European Championship, and I think a lot of the guys who come from Europe and like Slovakia and all those things, like they're playing against grown men, like right now, and they're not playing against college players. I know, yeah, like that's honestly impressive, so, being the MVP of a European league. Oh, yeah, that's really why Luca shines so much. Mm-hmm. Like that's, like not anyone can do that. Like that's tough. Like, yeah. And a lot of guys from like right here, like, I mean, LaMelo Ball, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but he went to Europe mm-hmm. and he balled out like mm-hmm. hard against grown-ass men. I know. And now he might be potentially the number one pick in our mock draft. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but Denny's my number five pick also. Um, yeah, he'd be going to the Cavs then, and I think he'd be a nice fit in Cleveland with uh, Darius Garland and uh, yeah. Colin Sexton in the backcourt. Yeah, I think you have that little one, that little three punch, I guess, is <laughs> yeah. what you call it. Sexton, Garland, Denny, and then you got Andre Drummond. Mm-hmm. What do you put, Tristan Thompson as your I think power so. forward probably? Yeah. And, yeah, he's 19 years old. Yeah. And so he – I honestly see a lot of potential with him. Yeah, and he's first position rank on CBS Sports. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. My number four pick going to the Chicago Bucks – or Chicago Bulls <laughs> <laughs> would be um, Obi Toppin. 
Toby Topin. Toby Topin from Dayton. Yeah, no, that's that's my four too. I like that a lot. I don't know, twenty points a game, thirty nine percent, three from a six nine power forward. Yeah, that's impressive. And he's huge too. Is he two twenty? Mm-hmm. Like that's a big dude. He's built too. You see those photos of him? Yeah, dude's huge. I know. Yeah, I think he would be a great fit for, uh, with Laurie Markkinen. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, and then I think Zach Levine could definitely get him the ball and help him to really shine. Oh yeah, I, I think you've kind of think about their roster now when you put Kobe White one. Mm-hmm. He kind of balled out. Yeah, I know. At the end of the year, no kidding. Before they didn't make the the bubble, he keep balled. Zach Levine. I think you could honestly even make Obi Topin a small forward if you wanted to, because mm-hmm. he's small enough to so play small forward. And I think you go Laurie Markin and Wendell Carter. I think, oh, yeah. I think that's a solid starting five. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, they're definitely one of the um, main teams on the rise. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, who's your number three pick? I'm still pretty controversial, mm-hmm. but as being a Timberwolves fan, I don't, I don't want to get LaMelo Ball. <laughs> I don't either. Like, at all. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Charlotte Hornets take Lamelo. I mean I say uh, I don't know he's he's a six seven six they said six seven almost six eight point guard. Mm-hmm. You put him on the Hornets like he'll just be able to ball out. Yeah, he would he, help he them can a ice, lot. He can ISO the whole game. He can mm-hmm. do whatever the hell he wants. I know. If he got picked first by the Timberwolves, he I don't think he'd shine as much. I know, and like the Timberwolves are a pretty solid defensive team. Yeah, they're like, not bad. Yeah, but I they're feel like average. LaMelo would just screw them over even more. Yeah, no, they they definitely would. But yeah, I'm taking LaMelo Ball at three. You too? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I I really don't want to see Ball go to Minnesota. No, and I, so I think our whole top five are probably the same then, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. um, yeah and I think LeVar Ball would be a little more happy if he went to Charlotte instead of <laughs> Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, for but, real. Okay. He'd be able to do his own thing. He'd be the next mm-hmm. James Harden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly. Um, James Wiseman. Yeah, Golden State, two. absolute perfect fit. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this is absolute the perfect. pick that they needed. If he can stretch the floor and learn how to shoot threes, perfect fit. Mm-hmm. So you got Curry, Clay. Who else you got? Draymond, Draymond James uh, Wiseman. Who's a small forward? I don't know. I don't even think they have one right now. No, do they? I don't think so. I feel like maybe we're just missing out on someone. But no, like the the center is like the main piece that they're missing. Mm-hmm. Like they just need someone to crash the boards. Um, yeah, I think Wiseman is a great fit for yeah. Golden State. And at 7'1", 240, 19 points a game in college with his couple games he got to play in Memphis before he yeah. got kicked out. I like it a lot. Yeah, he's I a really beast, do. honestly. He is. And then number one pick uh, for the Timberwolves, I yeah. would love to see them draft Anthony Edwards. Same. I would absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. But another thing that I'm thinking that I really hope happens is that Timberwolves take this number one pick, mm-hmm. and they take a second round pick from next year, mm-hmm. and take Malik Beasley, Jared Culver, and Jake Lehman, and they trade all that to the Suns for one guy, the D man, the book, or oh my goodness, second dude. option is to do the exact same trade, but you send it to the Wizards for Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. I would be so happy with either either of those. one, either one. I'd be stoked about yeah and that's why i was so happy that the timberwolves got the number one pick because it has so oh, much trade value so much especially this year i mean uh, i think it's easily the top guys anthony edwards that might be questionable for some people but undoubtedly for me it's anthony edwards oh yeah especially for the timberwolves oh god yeah um but yeah honestly like it takes 
especially these guys, I think it would take a little longer to develop them in the league oh, yeah. and into the Timberwolves. So I think getting someone like either D-Book or Bradley Beal would be Right away, perfect. put the Timberwolves in a playoff spot, oh, eighth yeah. seed. The only problem they'd have is defense because D-Lo, Devin Book, and Cat don't play defense. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you'd have to put Hernan Gomez, hope he plays defense. Yeah. And Josh Okogie's actually lock-up, no doubt. He's actually lock-up. I know. That's why I like Malik Beasley, though, because he's pretty solid. Yeah, no, he end. is. He is. Um. Yeah, anything else with the top five picks? No, nah, I think that's about it. All right, now we're going to be moving into the playoff games that have been played so far. Um, Just the first round. So, the first game was the... Jazz against um, the Denver Nuggets. Um, that was insane. It was a really good game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was in Kansas because my girlfriend lives down there. And we, uh, we, I was sitting there. She was at work, and I was just watching the game. And I was just like, the last five minutes of the game, just um, Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray just oh. going back at each other, mm-hmm. back and forth. What would Donovan have, 57? He had 57, yeah. Damn. And, yeah, they just kept going back and forth. And, honestly, I feel like the Jazz were – a little more in control the whole game. Yeah. But it was their game to lose, you yeah. know? Yeah, Um, They just made some mistakes at the end. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they got a little flustered even. Yeah, and Jamal overtime. Murray kept coming down and popping threes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That, Jamal Murray and Jokic are a great duo. Oh, yeah. They're and, insane. Yeah, and Jamal Murray, he scored or assisted on every field goal over time. Did he actually? Yeah. How many points did he have? He had 36. And he had 20 in the fourth Shit. quarter in overtime. Damn. Yeah. Okay. He was on fire. Yeah, I knew he was on fire. I didn't know he got that many. I thought he had like 29. I know. But yeah, what I noticed with Denver compared to the Jazz um, is that they spaced the floor really well and just looked for the good, the perfect shot mm-hmm. each possession. Bro, I love their roster. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love Michael Porter Jr. He is so clutch. I know. Dude. Imagine having a 6'10 small forward. Oh, man. Plays like Kevin Durant almost, mm-hmm. in my opinion. A little bit, yeah. But, yeah, oh, I really like that. We got Jamal Murray, Torrey Craig, mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr., yeah. Jokic, and oh, gosh. did they run Jeremy Grant in there? They did. They did. They did? Uh-huh. Yeah. They, I think they should honestly play bull ball in one of these games. <laughs> They should. If they're up 3-0, play bowl bowl for the shits and gigs. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, well, the Jazz did win the last game. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, true, true. <laughs> okay, who do you say, or who who do you think is gonna win that series? It's one to one right now. Donovan Mitchell has uh, been playing out of his head. It's a it's a three and a six seed, right? Mm-hmm. I I want to see the Jazz. Mm-hmm. But I'm also a big Denver Nuggets bandwagon lately. Yeah. With with Michael Porter finally getting his minutes and popping off. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Denver Nuggets bandwagon. I really like their team. So I'm, I want to see the Nuggets win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, It would be great to see the sixth seed win and beat Denver, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen. But yeah. I don't know. It if, could. Yeah. I mean, it. I mean, Donovan Mitchell wants team, it. <laughs> and Mike Conley's coming back. Mm-hmm. It's had, definitely had, possible. Yeah, because his wife just had a kid, so he had to go out of the bubble for a bit. Mm-hmm. He's going to come back. I think he might even be back for the third game. Yeah, I'm not sure. Which, I mean, Mike Conley's not going to make that much of a difference, but he does help a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, and then the, the next game, um, Celtics and the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a good matchup, too. I was yeah. looking forward to this. Yeah. Um, Celtics going to blow him out. Oh, yeah. 
clean sweep, hopefully. Yeah, on, on this channel, we have this little thing called F the 76ers. Mm-hmm. We're going to, when we start doing our video podcast, we're going to get a little flag in the background that says F the 76ers. Yeah. Have someone make us a sign. Frick them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fork them. Yeah. Fork that. Take that, Joel Embiid. Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns punching piece of salmon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, in their first game, uh, Tatum had 32 points. Yeah. Um, he was the youngest Boston player to score 30 and have 10 rebounds in a playoff game. Damn. Yeah. And then um, Gordon Hayward is now out for four weeks, which I, it's oh, not yeah. a huge deal. It's not a huge deal, but he does bring 17 a game. Mm-hmm. To the team, but now yeah. it just opens up more space for Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown to just pop buckets. Exactly, hit that three point line, and mm-hmm. Kemba drive in, have him hit the three point line, and shoot it. Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about this Mavericks Clippers matchup. One more. Okay. All right. If the Seventy Sixers are gonna take a game, mm-hmm. Joel Embiid is gonna have to score forty five a night. Mm-hmm. Forty forty thirty five to forty points a night. Yeah, dude, and they're they, already down 2 well. They're not getting him the ball enough. No, like, dude, they like your Ben Simmons is gone. Why? Why are you guys shooting? I know. Like they, they're the role players suck. I know. I mean, I do like Matisse Thybulle though, because I think he's the best rookie defender in the league, no doubt. And it's gonna be one of the best defenders in the league in a couple years. Mm-hmm. So him on Tatum, I kind of like, but Tatum's still so much better. Yeah. Matisse Thybulle is just so yeah, so like he's an old rookie. He's a 22 year old rookie. Mm-hmm. But I think he has a lot of potential. Yeah. All right, what's the next one? Um, Mavericks and the Clippers matchup. This is such a good series already. I, I love it, but I'm just going to bring my opinion into this. All right, let's hear it. I think it's going to be a a six to seven game um, playoff yeah. series. Mm-hmm. And I think it, probably four, four I'm going to say six. I'm going to say the Mavericks will take two games, which they already took one. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think they have enough playoff experience yet. Yeah. This is Luca's first playoff. This is Kristaps Porzingis' first playoff. Kawhi and Paul George have been in the playoffs. How many times? Countless. Mm-hmm. Countless times. It's stupid. They're the best defensive team. And in that first game, when they were about to lose, they you could see the intensity on their face when they locked up on defense mm-hmm. in, the, in the last four minutes. Their face is just like stone cold, locked up on defense. Luca couldn't do anything. Exactly. Luka had, I think, I think Luca had... 11 or 12 turnovers in one game. Yeah, and that's his a first lot game, yeah. for especially your star player. I know. But he did make up for it with 42 points. He did. And I really I re, I'm a really big fan of Luka. Uh-huh. I really like Luka and I think he's got a promising career in the NBA. But I don't think this year is going to be their year to take a playoff series. Next year, maybe trade, maybe draft someone that can be more of a role player for your team. Mhm. Maybe get Seth Curry out of there from being your shooting guard and <laughs> have a little bit taller guy who's not six foot. Right. But I think... I, I really think, like him. I think the Mavericks would have won that first game if Porzingis wasn't ejected. That was so dumb. That was dumb. stupid. That was weak that was, on the ref's part. God, that was downright stupid. I know. Like, LeBron tweeted about it. Dirk Nowitzki tweeted about it. They all said it was Mahomes so dumb. Mahomes did, too. Yeah. Mahomes. Exactly. Mahomes like, this is trash. He's like, <laughs> are know. you kidding me? It was so dumb, but... Like the chemistry between Porzingis and Luca is just unbelievable. It's I like so it fun lot. to watch. I think I think they kind of get that little. They're both from foreign country kind of vibe. Like mm-hmm. they they can kind of do their own thing. They're like new country, 
they just they're just here to play basketball, you know. Yeah. They're not exactly. gonna try to be the biggest showboats or anything. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go out there, grind their ass off. Yeah, exactly. Every night they can mm-hmm. try to put up as many points as they can. And Bulban. Oh, Bulban. Bulban. Gosh, love that guy. We are big Boby fans. <laughs> go Boby. Hop on the Boby wagon. Yep. I love it. Okay, um, you know Maxi Kleber on the Mavericks? Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, dude. He's, he's so bad. <laughs> he played for Porzingis when he was ejected, and he, uh, he is trash. Dude, he's like, awful. <laughs> I think maybe maybe it's just because, like, the maybe it was kind of like a Porzingis hangover. And <laughs> you were kind of looking at it like, oh, this guy is not Porzingis. Yeah, like, but something like that. Maybe he's not that bad, but oh, I don't know. God, but, he was horrible. Oh, my. Dude. So bad. Just watching him like try to shoot a three is like makes it was me horrid. Cringe. It was horrid. <laughs> like honest to God, it looks like my three pointers in like third grade. Dude, I swear, like, <laughs> like just I just remember this one possession. I was watching the game um, after Porzingis was ejected. He tries. He has an open three at the top of the key, and um, he shoots it. Just clanks it off the left <laughs> of the backboard. Doesn't even hit the rim. It was horrible. <laughs> It wasn't even close. Bro, at the start of the, the Celtics 76ers game, Daniel Thies gets the ball. And Woody just clanks it off the top left corner, like right on the edge. And I'm just sitting there like, why did he shoot that? <laughs> Was that their first possession? Yeah, two, oh. two possessions later, comes down, shoots another one, clanks it. Honestly thought it was going to get stuck on that little square. In the in the backboard, I was like, "That was awful." <laughs> I know. Why like, does he what shoot? What is this? And then the third one, he finally made. Oh man! Late in the second quarter. Or Yikes! <laughs> oh man. Okay. And then in the second game, Paul George was cold. Yeah. He was really cold. He didn't score till late in the third quarter. I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. He was bad. Mm-hmm. Really bad. I know. He. Oh, but they. They're gonna uh, need him if they want to get to the finals. I know. And if he's. Ugh. If he's having games like that, it's going to be miserable for Kawhi. No kidding. Yeah, that's why the Mavericks won that game. Yeah, for real. I'm excited for that game, though. Yeah, same. Is that game tonight? I think so. The third, I think yeah, so. the third one tonight. Yep. All right. Um, that. There's not a whole lot to say about the Raptors Nets series, but... Um, all, all we're saying is we're going, we're going back to the finals. <laughs> We're going back to the finals, and we're going raps in six. Okay. Raps in six, oh, baby. <laughs> raps in six. Okay, enough of your crap, all right? <laughs> Bro, raps in six. <laughs> okay, but you know who's actually been surprising on the Nets? Who? Karis LeVert. Oh, God, yeah. He's... Dude, he was good, uh, was it last year? Two two years ago in the playoffs? I think, yeah. He came up, uh-huh. he was clutch. Mm-hmm. And I think for the Raptors... Fred Van Vliet is he's carrying that oh. team in three pointers. Oh yeah, dude. Dude, oh uh, so he had, clutch. He had thirty the first game. I'm not sure about the second game. He had twenty three. That's really good. Yeah, and they're playing right now. I think. Mhm. And yeah, see how many points he has right now. Yeah, let me check. Cause it is what it's Friday the twenty first. Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Love right. it. Let's see. But yeah, um. Pascal Siakam's kind of slacking for me a bit on the Raptors. Yeah, he's not he's not playing as well as for being that number one supposed guy. I know, but they are a very good all around well team. Mm-hmm. I I want to see the Raptors draft a. I don't want to I don't want to see Kyle Lowry go, but I want him to see, I want him to get a significant, like, backup for Kyle Lowry when he leaves because I want to mm-hmm. see him with another good point guard. Yeah, Pascal Siakam with the younger guy. No, oh, I think that'd be fun to watch. 
Okay, the Raptors won 117 and 92, kind of a blowout. Yeah. Um, Van Vliet had 22 and Siakam had 26. Oh shit! So, All right. How, yeah. many, how many threes did Van Vliet make? Um, let me see. Six of them. Six for ten. Told you. Really he's good. gonna be a, he's gonna be a sneaky free agent mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. I think he's gonna sign back with the Raptors. But if some team offers him a bag like the Magic or someone, <laughs> I can see him maybe slipping away and going to play and then being a bust. Yeah, after he I leaves know. the Raptors. I know. I like him as a Raptor. Yeah, so do I. I want he him fits to there. there. Mini Drake. <laughs> him and Drake are probably secretly boyfriends. They're mates. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all right though. Yeah. No. It's, it's we a new support thing. it. Yeah. It's a new thing. Yeah. All right. Um. Thunder's Rockets. Thoughts on that series? I want the Rockets to win. <sighs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm on the Thunder bandwagon. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, but, dude, like, they're down. The Thunder are down 2-0 right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, But it's honestly impressive that they made it all the way up to the five seed. The and Thunder, that's without Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I know. And um, at the beginning of the season, the Thunder had a 0.2% chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, they're one of those teams that's like, they're a really good story during the regular season. You're like, wow, like. Team out of nowhere, Chris Paul, a bunch of young guys, mm-hmm. Gallinari, Stephen Adams, like carrying this team to be a what a fifth seed, fourth seed, uh, fifth I think, fifth or seed, maybe fourth in the Western Conference. Like that's that's a big deal. But then you put them in a real playoff contention spot, and Chris Paul can't carry them the whole way, and these I young know. guys have no playoff experience. And I know, and Stephen yeah. Adams kind of buns. Yeah, and on the Rockets side, like. The last game, Westbrook didn't even play. Yeah, no, he didn't play the last two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, Harden, he's he's obviously been doing well, yeah. but he's had, hasn't had like crazy games. No, they, they've kind of just been a well supported. Yeah, they're cast. just playing a lot better as a team. I don't know how they're winning with no center. Honest to God, <laughs> I have I, no idea. Dude, imagine them playing the Bucks. <laughs> God, Mike D'Antoni's pulling some shit out of his. You know I, what? Yeah. Oh, oh my man. God, I honestly have no idea how they're doing it. I don't know either. It's. <laughs> Stupid, but yeah. Oh man. Okay. Then speaking of the Bucks, <laughs> they lost the first game <laughs> to the Magic. <laughs> dude. Oh, oh my god, dude, that was so bad. You, you gotta give the Magic creds though. Like yeah, Nikola Vucevic. What do you have? 30, 35. 35. And then um, Terrence Ross had eighteen off the bench. He he's old me. now too. I know. Is he thirty two? Something like that. <laughs> he's old. But oh man, I think the Bucks just went into that one. Thinking that it was going to be an easy win, an yeah. easy series. And like I said on our first podcast, I think it was first or second podcast. If Chris Middleton cannot mm-hmm. come out there and score, Giannis is going to leave, and the Bucks aren't going to win. And you know what happened? Chris Middleton did not come out there and score, mm-hmm. and the Bucks lost, and Giannis got pissed. Mm-hmm. And then he came out the next game, yeah, blew him. What do you have? Twenty eight. Like yeah, the, but still, like numbers, he's not, that's not big numbers for Giannis. No. Giannis getting 28 is like, ugh. Like, I mean, yeah, he's an average the game reigning M- MVP, you know? Like, yeah, he should be getting 40. I know. 40 a game. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Giannis. He's got to be like my, my my career player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, dude, I mean, yeah, we've talked about it before. Chris Milton, you know? like If the, he can't come out and score, then. They should be able to beat the Magic pretty easily. But in the yeah. next in the next series in the second round, like they're the Bucks are gonna need their whole team. Yeah. Yeah. Well who's the fourth seed? The fourth and fifth seed in the It's the Heat and the, the Pacers. 
<laughs> and the Heat are up two zip right now. Shout out to Eli Leposki. The Heat are not going to beat the Bucks. Yeah, come on, it's dude. It's not going to happen. <laughs> You're like, uh, if if Eli Leposki wants to come at me and bet me however much money that the Heat will beat the Bucks, I'll take that bet <laughs> any know. day. I just made a bet with him. Ten bucks. He thinks the Heat are going <laughs> to beat the Bucks. Dude, who do they have to guard Giannis? Exactly. Dude, Bam is 6'9", and he's their center. I know. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, Eli says that they're just going to double-team Giannis and then kick it out to some crappy shooter. Who, Kyle Korver was actually still good? Yeah, Chris Milton. Yeah, Dante DiVincenzo can hit a bucket if he wants to. Mm-hmm. Wesley Matthews can hit a bucket. Mm-hmm. Eric Bledsoe can hit the three if it's needed. Mm-hmm. Dude, even um, even Hill, Yeah, he can hit a shot Hill. here and there. Yeah. Pat Coddington, he's only good at dunks. <laughs> he's still... Yeah, and you know what's funny is that during the regular season, the Bucks were four and zero against the Magic. Yeah, I think the bubble changes people. Mm-hmm. It puts you in a like perspective, and I think it changes a lot of people. And I think like the the stone hearted people, like the tough guys, mm-hmm. I think they're gonna they're gonna power through it. Like LeBron, Kawhi, the guys who are just like, all right, it's just it's a couple months. Yeah, like, it's well, not a big yeah, deal. it like I think the, for some of the younger guys, it's getting pretty tough because mm-hmm. they they haven't done this a lot. They haven't been away from their families that long. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand it. And, like, LeBron and these veteran guys are just kind of, like, balling out, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, it's definitely Giannis affecting. Giannis is probably a veteran now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> He's a but, veteran for the team. Yeah. But, yeah, the bubble's definitely affecting some players. But I forgot who was saying this, but um, they said that in the bubble with no fans, it's honestly more competitive. Yeah. Like, they... everyone's just focused on the game, focused yeah. on winning. Yeah. That's true. Very true. All right, should we talk about the Trailblazers and the Lakers series? <laughs> Ugh, I want the Blazers Trailblazers. Trailblazers. <sighs> we don't. We don't like. Eh, it's not, let's not say we don't like the Lakers no, around here, but we just don't want them to win. <sighs> I like LeBron, but I don't want to see him in another final. I know. I want to see some other guys. I know. Like I don't want to see LeBron or Steph Curry in the next five finals. <laughs> Like, come on. I, we've had enough of it. We've I know. LeBron I know. and Steph Curry in the past five finals. I know. Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm tired oh, of it. Dude, I'm I know. so tired of uh, it. But, like, in game two, the Lakers were looking so good. Anthony they Davis. They destroyed them. They it, absolutely oh destroyed God. them. They were up 30 when Damian dislocated his index finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <laughs> when God. Anthony Davis is hitting step-back threes, you know there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> How many did he have? <laughs> he has, Let me check. Like he had thirty-one. I, he had a ton, dude. Oh man, that was hard to watch. I, I didn't. Once they were up by like fifteen, I just shut the TV up. Yeah, I was too. just like, I don't want to watch Trailblazers get blown out. It was sad. I mean, they kind of brought it back in the end a little mm, bit. Yeah, <laughs> not really. Yeah, but... Anthony Davis had thirty-one, three three-pointers, which isn't crazy, but good for Anthony. What Davis. game have? Um, Dame had 18. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I know. What did CJ McCollum have? Um, 13. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. why. What did Nurkic have? Uh, nine. Did they have anyone who scored 20 points? Oh, no. Exactly. Shoot the f- <laughs> ball. Dude, they played six guys off their bench, too. You know who they need to not play anymore is Hazonia. Oh, God, he, he sucks. complete and utter trash. He played 21 minutes last game with four points. Did Zach Collins play? No. Okay, good. He He's out with an ankle injury right now. Yeah. Which is probably for the best. Yeah. 
True. Um, but okay, you know who's been surprising me is Gary Trent Jr. Yeah. Dude, his defense is insane. Like I didn't think he could lock up LeBron. I know. Or attempt to lock up LeBron. I know. Like in the second game, he didn't guard LeBron the whole time. No. But, but LeBron still. had ten. In the second game. Yeah, that's it. He had ten, and they had one hundred and eleven points. Yes. Who else scored for them? Um, gosh, I don't know. Let me check in a second. Um, yeah, and LeBron had twenty three in the first game, which for LeBron isn't great. No, that's not a lot. Um, and yeah, yeah, just watching Gary Trent Jr. Whoever he's guarding, uh, just get locked up. Just get. I think gets he's locked up. He's a lot better defender now that he's in the NBA. Mm-hmm. A lot better. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, in the second game, Caldwell Pope had 16, which is <laughs> – he started, actually. Caldwell? Um, yeah. What did Danny Green have? Uh, three. He just made one three. They need to get that dude in in the game more. I like Danny Green. Mm-hmm. But – Yeah, I don't know. Um, I would honestly play J.R. Smith more. I just met, for I met J.R. Smith. <laughs> yeah, I well, met him at a golf tournament. <laughs> I don't think he liked me. <laughs> J.R. Smith, is hey, that really you? Hey, Miss Mister Mister Smith, <laughs> I uh, I would I would like a picture with you. He he looked at me like, what in the fuck is wrong with this kid? <laughs> the hell is wrong with this cracker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was funny. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Do you think the Blazers? Have a solid chance at winning that series. Mm. Mm. Ah, after the game two performance, I don't even know anymore. Know. I'm just looking like okay, now that now the Lakers are gonna win the next next three, and I'm like ah shit. Yeah, and <laughs> did you see what Paul Pierce said? If LeBron doesn't win this series, <laughs> yeah, Paul Pierce came out and said if LeBron doesn't win this series, he's not a top five player of all time. That is one of the most ridiculous statements I've ever heard in my life. I know, like. For me, he's definitely still in the top greatest two. of all time conversation. Top two. top two. Yeah, top two easily. Yeah. Like you can maybe mix in Bill Russell because all the championships. <laughs> but yeah, but, no top two for sure. Yeah, but not even the top five. That's ridiculous. Well, I don't know the guy I'd put in the top five for me. Oh. KD. I he, think that it's a stretch for a lot of people, but he's a seven foot guy who can literally do everything on the court. He's arguably. The best scorer of all time. I'll I'll take that. I'll take that. He's arguably the best scorer of all time. A seven foot guy who can do anything. Oh, man. He can post up. He can shoot the three. Mm-hmm. Shoot it from half court. It's probably going in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. He can play defense when he wants to. I know. I really hope for next season he just stays healthy because he can bring the Nets far. I think even if he comes back as a seventy percent Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Still a top. That's five. better than a lot of players. Still a top five player in the league. Mm-hmm. He's just not oh. top three. Yeah, right. A seventy percent Kevin Durant is better than a hundred percent Nikola Jokic. Hundred mm-hmm. <laughs> percent, no doubt. <laughs> I'd take that any day. Well, that's kind of a weird matchup, but yeah, well, I know, I know what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's a weird matchup, but yeah, it fits. Oh man. Yeah, I think that's it though. Mm-hmm. This is an all basketball episode. Yeah. We got to hope for some football news to come out. I know. Fo- well, I guess we do have a – we got a season starting. Mm-hmm. The first game of the year yep. is the Chiefs and the Texans. And the Chiefs are actually having fans. Oh, really? 22% capacity. Oh, wow. Which is 16,000 fans for their stadium, which huh. actually isn't bad. Uh-uh. 
If they uh, space so, that out, I hope a lot of teams do that. Yeah, like, so I'm saying if if people want to go to a freaking football game, let them. I know. Like, like if you don't want them to touch the players, move some of the rows back from up front and move some of the rows away from the 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 tunnels, you know? Yeah, exactly. Don't let them shake hands with the players, don't let them sign anything. Mhm. But let him go to the damn game. <laughs> I know, like it's not a huge deal if you have to sit a couple seats away from everyone. Yeah, you know these older people want to go to the games, get their drinks, mm-hmm. watch their football team, get I some know. food, Support enjoy the environment, team. like do the chants. It's like it's fun, especially being like a Vikings fan. Mm-hmm. When you go to the stadium, you want to get your food, you want to get your drinks or whatever. You want to go sit down, scout out the players before the game, see who's looking good today. Just yeah, just like and the then as soon as that drum hits for the skull chant. Doom, doom, skull, dude. I get chills half the time. Mm-hmm. It gives me chills because it's such a good environment. I know, just the feel of being at the game. Like, it's people so miss hype. that. I know. And people miss the fans in the crowd cheering, throwing mm-hmm. stuff, and they score. I know. I hate the Packers, but the Lambo leap. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit is so cool to see. I love it. I and know. It's like, if people want to go and do that, and they're not afraid to get COVID, let them. <laughs> Like, just don't let them interact with the players, though. Exactly. They're not going to be close to the players. No. And if you want to check their temperature before they walk in, do it. Yeah. And, like... I'm sure the people would be plenty happy. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, I heard... I forgot who was telling me this. I just heard this recently, though. But, like, some rich school had this thing where it was, like, um, that metal detector that you walk through, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, It was like that, except you walk through and it just took your temperature. And it would just pop up on a screen so that people could look at it. And just like escort you to like a doctor if you needed to, hmm. you know, or just not let let you in if you had a fever. Yeah, dude, I saw one of those, like the metal detector kind of thing, like the one at the airport, not the big one, but like the smaller one. Yeah, the Denver Broncos had it. They put like some sanitizer on it from your head to your toe. You walk through it. It's like it's not gonna like get in your mouth and eyes and like make you cough or mm-hmm. anything, but you walk through it and it sanitizes your whole body. Yeah, that's perfect. And people just walk through it, and then you're fine. Yeah, and I think, like, these huge football stadiums can afford a couple of those, you know? They have plenty of money. Yeah. Think about it. If you don't have fans, you're loose. Like, I think the owners would love to have the fans. Oh, The owners of every team want the fans in the stadium. Yeah, and that's that's more money they're making. Yeah, and I think the NFL does, too, but I just don't think they're going to be smart enough and let it happen. No. Or let full capacity happen, I guess. Yeah, right. But I guess something's better than nothing. True. It's better than sitting at home. Yeah. Every, every weekend and not seeing any fans in the stadium. Yeah, no kidding. Having a dead quiet. Because, oh, like, gosh. with the bubble, it's not bad without fans. Let's say Mm-mm. that. It's not horrible. Right, just because of the intensity of the game. But with but football, with football, when the drives take longer and uh, not as much scoring, you know? You want you those need... cheering. You want to hear everything. Uh, exactly. You want the, the B-roll of all the all the fans, the crazy outfits. Uh-huh. It's like people love their football team. I mean, I, I love the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. Like. We want to hear the skull chant. Yeah, I love a couple other teams too, but I truly love watching the Minnesota Vikings. They're going to be my favorite team forever. And I love seeing all the the purple people eaters stuff oh, that all yes. the old guys come out with from I back know. in the day. And I love seeing it's that. Great, just all the energy, you know. Yeah, no, it's fun, and I really hope that they let full capacity come back. Mm-hmm. That's just my say. Sorry, I rambled for a while, but <laughs> no, I totally agree with you. All right, well, I think that's the end of episode six. Yeah, thanks for listening if you made it this far. It's a fun episode. Thank you again for everyone who mm-hmm. listened. It really does mean a lot to us. Yeah, and uh, make sure to follow Jukes and Jumpers' Instagram account. And we will have the fantasy 
link should be in the bio of the Instagram account. Yeah, hopefully soon. within the next couple of days. Yeah, two to three days. And mm-hmm. then the draft should be a couple of days after that. We'll mm-hmm. put it on the Instagram. If you guys want to join in, $50 buy-in, please join. It's fun. Yep. Me and Colin are going to kill everyone in there. Oh, yeah, definitely. We got our our master, Bodie Magnuson. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming for his title spot. It's all mine. <laughs> I'll let you get second. We'll do a little right. R- Ricky Bobby thing, you know? Yeah, we'll we'll have a prize for top three. Yeah, Talladega Nights kind of thing, you know? Oh, yeah. You push me forward, and then I'll, I'll push you forward. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get one. A little shake two. and bake. You yeah, know? a little shake and bake, yeah. baby. All right. <laughs> All right, well, well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Yep.